1: Welcome ladies and gentlemen, that song only means one thing, we're doing the 98 Degrees after show here at after Buzz TV. just kidding,
2: we're doing <laughs> Lachey's Bar,
1: that's right, although technically I think the bar is called Lachey's Raising the Bar,
2: I think that's what the show is called,
1: one or the other, either way, <laughs> uh, I we'll am filling in for one half of the drunk girls which is Lauren Leonelli, uh, who couldn't be here tonight, I am your host Phil Svitek, uh, Join alongside the other half of the two drunk girls, Jen, the Jew, Golden. Hello. But not for social
2: media purposes no, it's I almost sound like a wrestler. Like Jen, <laughs> the Jew. Like Mike, the Miz. Like, you yeah. know. So if I were a wrestler, I'd be the Jew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. So, uh, obviously, th- this is the first episode of the entire show. Season one, episode one, a bar is born. Um, therefore, there's no, uh, ratings and comments yet for this show. So, welcome, fans. Glad you found us. Be the first, or if you're not necessarily the first, be among the first people to, to rate and comment. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know your thoughts on the show, so on and so forth. Speaking of which, what are your thoughts on the first episode.
2: Well, I think the name is really cute. The title, uh, A Star is Born. I mean, A Bar is Born, which is a play on A Star is Born, which was my speaking Jewish bat mitzvah theme. So, I relate. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting show. We saw, you know, like, the conception of this whole bar. Like, it's literally bare bones. You know, we're seeing their struggle together. But it's cute to see, like, brothers work together.
1: I think uh, the the most interesting part to me is... Uh, learning kind of their backstory, you know, I'm sure if you're a huge 90 Degrees fan, you kind of know some of their history and stuff yeah. like that, but now, now, I mean, who's really documenting where they're at in their lives today? Right. And I think that's an interesting part of it and how close they have been able to, you know, as, as Drew says, they've been friends with their friends for 28
2: years. They're like really like down-home good people. They're yeah. Cincinnati guys. Yeah. You know? I mean, of course they're going to make a bar together. Like that's, they're just like, that they want a place to go back to where they can move their families back to Cincinnati and be grounded there. And they want to be there forever because they've got, like you said, their friends from 28 years ago that are still their same <laughs> friends. They're like the mayors of Cincinnati at this point.
1: Yeah, they, I think they should run for public office. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> they knows? could.
2: Who knows? Like they said, they don't know if their bar is going to succeed. They can have a fallback career.
1: Who knows? Uh, the good news is they can always perform at their bar.
2: They okay. could, or they could call us because we were really good just now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, for those of if you're listening, we we did a little performance number. We
2: choreographed um, it. It was amazing.
1: Uh, 90s type uh, music video.
2: We were a boy band. We were. I was too. <laughs>
1: um, but By the way, I mean, you know, so one of the interesting aspects, uh, I, I am curious whether you're listening or watching, you know, what drew you to the show? Is it because you, you like 90 Degrees? Is it because you like now uh, Nick Lachey? Uh, solo, you know, and everything he's done after ninety degrees. Or do you, did you just come in because you wanted to see the show? Right. For you, obviously, you have a you know, you had Lauren. Yes. Happens to know Nick and Vanessa. She really She knows well. them very
2: well. You I've know- met them. Yes. And I'm I, I know Vanessa better than Nick, but they're great people, and I want to support them. And I was curious as to like obviously there are other businesses, like you said, we know Nick of ninety degrees, and we know Vanessa's of. Uh, MTV VJ, mm-hmm. and so we also know you know Nick was married to a certain other person prior to Vanessa, and and so we saw him in the reality world in that way. And now it's interesting to see him not only do Big Morning Buzz on VH1, which he hosts every day with Jackie Jackie, Moran's Jackie a Moran, Jackie Moran,
1: which is a host of After Buzz. Right? Yes,
2: and it's like all coming full circle. We just can't leave each other. We just <laughs> all work together nonstop. Um, so to see him now do another business venture. And to incorporate his brother again and see them work together, I think is nice for at least ninety eight degrees fans for me it's cool to see him like do like a non entertainment entertainment thing even mm-hmm. though it is being filmed and and we're seeing it in reality format but it's cool to see him do a bar
1: yeah and obviously Cause he's kind of bro-y. he is he's very bro-y. Yeah. the pub crawls the, the you know the the bike pedaling and all that I think that's fun yeah. it's a fun aspect um yeah i I, I absolutely um you know I'm obviously aware of 98 Degrees. Could I name every song on every album? No, I could not. But um, and then through through AfterBuzz, thanks to you guys, I have gotten to you know not you. Lauren knows them the best. You know them second best. I know them third best.
2: <laughs> well, it is a competition. Lachey <laughs> is. We're coming for you. We all want to friend you. Uh,
1: but yeah, I mean, even Jackie, who who does um, you know H One's Morning Buzz with Jack with Nick. You know she yeah. has nothing but nice things to say about him and so uh i always I root for people good people in this yeah. business
2: i mean they're so good that like we were sort of waiting for a little bit of drama to happen and i was like oh they're just getting along so nicely everything's so smooth
1: yeah i mean that's the, the the part of the show i you know i enjoyed the show but it's one of those things that uh you know you want to see a little bit of tension but I personally, I want to see them succeed at this bar. Yeah. However, it's one of those things that if everything's smooth sailing, it's like, well, then it's partly a boring show. So, you know, you're torn between a good TV show and then also just a successful bar. It's like, well, what do I wish for them?
2: Well, we want them to succeed. Let's just be clear there. Yes. Right.
1: Right. Ideally, have both.
2: Yes. (laughs) There could be drama elsewhere. We'll figure that out.
1: Indeed, Um, you know, and very much. I mean, it, it's a 22 minute episode, just in general. So, it you know, uh, a lot of things happen pretty quickly, and, and especially with the first episode, you don't always you don't get to go that deep. It was a lot of introduction. Met a they, lot of
2: people. We did,
1: but I, I thought they painted the overall picture of you know, not only their childhood, their current state of things, you know, but also with Nick and and with Vanessa being pregnant, and back in LA, and you know, Drew's living next door. So, I I, I thought they did a really good job of. Setting the scene,
2: yeah, and introducing us to Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, you liked Cincinnati. I you was ever into been? it.
2: No, but Lauren raves about it. She's like Cincy. She loves Cincinnati.
1: Sin City's Vegas, so oh, she re- Cincy. Okay,
2: that's what they call it. Cincy. Cincy, like Cincinnati, but Got
1: Cincy. It. Yeah, they they had that in there all their photos. Yeah, a lot of their photos. Mm-hmm.
2: Hashtag uh, Cincy. I think that's what they say.
1: <laughs> um, and it, you know what? I mean it. It was fun to see the dynamic of, you know, uh, Nick said, you know, it's fun to see be with Drew and really bust his balls in that way. Which, by the way, you know, I I found it funny because it just seems to be a family thing. They, uh, The proverbial, you know, they're even busting the mom's balls.
2: Right. He said he really (laughs) likes to do that. Yeah. But she's also their rock. So we hear that element, too, where she was like the divorced parent and she was there for all of their performances. She was you know, their biggest supporter. So they're really close to her.
1: Absolutely. And so I I think they have a really fun dynamic and that, that was really great to see. Um, And so if at times we bust their, their proverbial balls on this after show, we're doing it from the same spirit and love that those guys all in
2: good fun. We like Um, to joke. They like to joke.
1: uh, Speaking of mom, you know, let's, let's open things up there. Let's talk about the birthday party. Um, which I thought was very nice. I thought, I thought it was a great idea. I don't know necessarily how much planning it necessarily took. It's not the biggest party in the world. I right. mean, if you have a, I don't even if you had to rent the boat. I think it was simple enough. Yeah, but I'm glad it came together.
2: They pawned it off on Drew's wife, Leah. Yeah, like ambush style. Like, <laughs> so we want to do this, and you're going to plan it. Which go is fun. To it.
1: it seems like um, what's what's nice is they all just kind of go along with it. Again, kind it of could have been. Because in a normal other TV show, I could see it being cooked where it's like, okay, this gets pawned off on Leah. And it's like, okay, well, what are you guys doing? You guys just doing a pub crawl? No way. No, no, no. You guys are helping. Yeah. It was good to see it. It worked out. It paid off. And the par- and, I don't know. I, I I always question how surprised you can be if you're know if you being walked to a boat. Right.
2: You're not blindfolded. You know you're going to a boat. What did she think? was She was going on a date with Nick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was a surprise party. It was cute. I would have gone to that surprise party. That's so nice. Yeah. I would want that one. It's
1: it's a very, very special thought. Yes. But I just think once you finally pull up and park and see a boat, you, you got to think something's up.
2: Well, maybe, we don't know. Maybe they spend a lot of time on boats. Maybe that's their boat. Maybe. Maybe they were, he was like, we're going to go boat to dinner, Mom. Could be. Could be. We'll have to ask him about it one day when we talk to him.
1: By the way, it seemed like a lot of fun.
2: It did. You know. it did, And it was again a beautiful view of Cincinnati. I was really into it.
1: It was, and you know, I, I think um using that principle and that concept, I mean, these guys know how to have fun. They know the culture of the city. And if you can really take that, study it and apply it to this bar, it can be very successful. Yeah. It's a great uh it's a great knowledge um and tool set. To have.
2: And what is also cool is that they did a boat. Party, but it was just pretty basic. Nobody mm-hmm. was fancy, and like it's nice to see that's how they grew up. Like that's all that makes them happy. But the mom's super thrilled with that kind of party. It wasn't like an LA party, mm-hmm. so they're these kinds of guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, what's funny? LA parties, you know, they're very much extravagant.
2: There was no red carpet,
1: and they last for two hours. Right. Whereas this, it wasn't about the extravagance; it was about the time spent together. Right, and that's that's Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, which is really cool, again, to see that side of them.
1: Yeah, because I, I, the L.A. parties, I wish. I, I don't know if they're going to show any bit of that. And, again, it, it paints a negative view, so I don't even know, even if they went to L.A., if they would. But it's very much like, hey, how are you? Okay, time to go. Bye. Got some photos together. Good.
2: <laughs> right. They showed up and they left. Um, but, yeah, I do wonder, also, if they're going to show a lot of L.A. interaction, because it is about Lachey's Bar, which is in Cincinnati. So I wonder how much of L.A. we'll see.
1: Well, no, you know, it'll be interesting part of the... They didn't show a teaser for the rest of the season, which I thought was a bit odd, so predictions will be interesting when we get to them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, obviously Nick, we know, works... He not only works in L.A., but he also works in New York.
2: I think that that's changing. I think... This might be insider information. I believe he's now going to be in Cincinnati, uh, L.A. Okay. that's that's all I can say I guess fair enough (laughs)
1: well historically certainly he's been in LA and New York and um, regardless his schedule is pretty tough yes you know Um, and so I can't wait you know one of the things we're going to dissect the bar i I do a show called Bar Rescue, so I know a lot about bar science. So it's interesting to see, you know, these guys through go through some of the stuff. But beforehand, you know, we we talked a lot about the friends. Um, let's talk about their uh, R&D, research and development. Yes.
2: Uh, so they they don't really know what they're going to, like, theme the bar with, like, what it's going to be or how it's going to be laid out or any of that. So they're going to go do research with their friends, and that turns into a paddle, paddle wagon.
1: Pedal wagon. Which seemed great. I want to do that.
2: I want to do it, but then I was like, hold on a second. Is this, like, could you get a DUI from this because you're drinking and pedaling? But also somebody else is steering the whole thing, so, like, that guy's probably sober. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be a thing that they do there, so I would assume people are capable. And
1: the whole, th- I mean, there's, like, a long table. It looks like a bar table, so, right. so can you have your drinks
2: on there? But like, can your- you drink outside in Cincinnati? I don't know.
1: That, that to me, is the most uh, promising aspect of it all.
2: Yeah, well, we got to find out. And then we got to go there.
1: Yeah. which uh, Two so, drunk
2: girls should go do that. Um, Three drunk people.
1: Also, as an update in general, the bar, as of now, it is actually open.
2: Yes. It and, is currently open. Yeah. Lauren Leonelli has been there. There's a photo of her wearing a Lachey's Bar t-shirt with Vanessa. And they're at the bar.
1: Any, any other details besides that of, of what it is? It's a sports bar. It's, it is a sports bar. Okay. Yeah. Um, by the way, if, if anyone of our fans that's listening is actually in that area or has, has been in that area, plans on going has been, please let us know. You know, uh, I, obviously Jen and I do not have first-hand experience. When Lauren comes back, that's what she will certainly offer up. But even, even, even with that, it's great to hear it from perhaps a local perspective.
2: Yes. So. So going back to his friends, you know, we meet like Chris Rose who they've known forever, 28 years I guess this all the whole crew. Yes. The other member of the band, that there were four of them, so one person was not there. And I forget the guy that was. Did you remember his name?
1: I am again I'm not an 98 degrees well, member expert.
2: I was a fan and I still don't remember. they said his name? But um and then a guy named Andre and I, I remember everybody else, a guy named Aaron. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
1: there was quite a few of them.
2: Yeah, there was a whole crew, and, you know, they just, like, hung out. There was no pretentiousness involved. It wasn't, like, going out in L.A., like we were saying. In comparison, I think it's a, a nice ju- juxtaposition for what we would assume their life would be like. Yeah. Like, we even saw their houses. Their houses are big, but they're, like, normal, nice houses. They're not ostentatious. They're not...
1: I mean, he's, well, Nick is, I mean what's nice is that Nick f- feels comfortable... In, you know, sort of his clothes. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean how many times, you know, as, as he said, because he, he gets in on the plane, you know, normally in L.A., all of a sudden it's paparazzi, And there's that culture of, like, oh, I got to, when I, you just even get off the plane, I got to look a certain way. Right. Uh, for that five minutes that I'm walking to the car, whatever it may be. Here in Cincinnati, it's like, okay, it's just Nick. And, you know, he just can be who he wants to be and not put on this performance. Right. Or persona. Exactly. However you want to view it.
2: And he can just hang with his friends. And so while they're hanging and eating and drinking and doing their research, uh, they run into another pedal wagon.
1: This was fun.
2: And they do a race because the, the other people knew the conductor of their pedal wagon, and it was on. It was it on. It was on
1: like Donkey Kong. Do we know
2: who won? I don't I don't think we got an official score. I would love to know.
1: We know. came up with the Drubin before yeah,
2: that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Someone's, the guy who was in the band. Whose name escapes me, and you? Um, he suggested, "Well, if you have a Ruben on the menu, you should name it the Drewben after is Drew." Cool.
1: Yeah, very cool. Um, so there you go. So let's talk about this bar.
2: Yes, you, that not, is your favorite. Well, it's, it's
1: you know again. It, it for me, I just like I like the process of making things. Right. In bars, I am not necessarily a bar expert, but I host the Bar Rescue After Show here at AfterBuzz. Basically,
2: being an expert. It, I keep point. learning.
1: I keep learning, right? And so, um, you know, it's one of those things that Nick called it a passion project midway through the episode. In order for this to be like if it's going to be a passion project, know that okay, it can be that and you got to be okay that you could potentially lose money. If this is something that you want to succeed at, then you got to think of it and look at it as a business.
2: Right? Which we sort of hear him say that he views it that way when they're talking about the name of the bar. Yes. Because that was like an, an issue that they had had to deal with, which was like, do we call it Lachey's and then what if it fails and then it's our name literally all over the place and, and it's a direct risk versus calling it something else that's owned by the Lachey's. And, and Nick points out, like, go big or go home and also they're going to know we own it anyway. We might as well just call it Lachey's.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I – I... One of the things that you always want, you always want to start with what's in the area, what's your competition, what's going to make the most sense? You know, do you, there's some bars that you can literally, you know, it doesn't make sense to be open from until let's say like 7 p.m. even to 2 a.m., maybe even two nights a week. And you literally make so much money then that you actually lose money the other times that you're open you got to know that. Obviously, it seems more like um, part of it is, is it just a strict bar or is it more of a restaurant and right. I, that serves alcohol? Um, you know,
2: We find a, out that they're going to go for a full menu.
1: They're going to go for a full I menu. I know that
2: Lauren's eaten the food, so we'll have to hear what she's eating there.
1: Yeah, and sports bars, here's what I will say. Sports bars are tough. Um, I forget the exact number, but I think it's about realistically you only make, you know, the days, you uh, out of a year, you realistically make money 62 days out of a year.
2: Because of the games. Because of the
1: games, right? So then, because you, you know, you got to figure out how, you know, the rest of the days how you're actually going to make money and what promotions you have to run as a sports bar, right? Um, so that is that is a big hurdle. And again, I don't know how many sports bar are in that area.
2: Well, also, I mean, so is sixty two based on football games or is it also like baseball? Is it basketball? What is it?
1: Baseball, basketball type stuff, but because
2: Cincinnati, well, Ohio has a lot of sports teams, like mm-hmm. good ones, right? I mean,
1: What to is it? the Cincinnati
2: Reds? I'm gonna just name things I might know and I might make up. <laughs> um, LeBron James plays for a team there. He's Cla- Cavaliers. Well, Cavaliers, yeah, that's Cleveland, but it's, whatever, it's close enough now.
1: Still with a C, right? Right.
2: It's, I know it's in Ohio. <laughs> Maybe they like all the teams. I don't know. They could play everything.
1: I mean, I don't know exactly what... Again, this is... Browns. This is everything.
2: Cleveland Browns.
1: Cleveland Browns. The Cincinnati... You know all the Cleveland teams. I
2: know. Damn it. What's the Cincinnati... Bengals. Bengals. I was going to say Redskins, but that's Washington. You
1: watch the league on FX. You should know some of the... The league is all about fantasy football.
2: I know things in September. Okay.
1: Okay. Um... Regardless, I mean, why the why the statistic is the way it is? I, I'm not 100 percent sure why it is just that number, but um, I know it's very limited um, in the way it is, and so you got to find other ways to generate revenue. Um, you know, it's good that here's the thing: if if you have if you have food at a bar, it makes people stay 52 minutes longer, and you know the, the it's not necessarily you're driving the cost up based on the food because the food. The food ideally is there, so that way you can people have more drinks, and that's what you're actually making money on. Um, obviously, if you have signature cocktails, that's a higher markup price than you know a draught or bottled beer.
2: Ooh, I'd like to know from Lauren what the prices of the drinks are there because they're not LA, so like, yeah, what's the price range? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, 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 I'm sure
1: they're reasonable, but you know, it, it seems like I saw them drinking primarily beer. So if this is a, you know you lose. A certain amount of money on beer. Um,
2: oh. Well, I think I think Nick is actually a makers mark guy. Also,
1: mm-hmm. interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, then you gotta have a theme and a concept, and you know, you you get to know what the value of each seed is. I mean, all this stuff. You know, they're they're learning. Hopefully, they're making sound decisions based on actual facts. That they research, not just intuition. Um, but I do think, in terms of the the debate about Lachey or not. I think it could be a very big positive, you know, and you go with – that's your entire theme. And you throw not only 90 degrees but their kind of childhood into it and then expand out, you know, because they've touched so many people within the community. You put that up, right? So we saw Drew, you know, three three times a week, you know, helps with the dance classes in, in the art center. I think you make – you know, you bring that up and this is what you theme it. You know, everything around the Lachey's in this neighborhood. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, because they are Cincinnati. Exactly. So then that you know appeals to other... It's like Cheers, where everybody knows your name. That could be like... They could have just called it Cheers.
1: You know, and I I think that that in itself could find the success of this bar.
2: Right. Interesting. Well, we'll see where it goes with that, because what we did learn, though, was it's a sports bar Mm -hmm. that they went with that theme. They were, you know, deciding over one bar or two within the bar. What do you think of their choice?
1: I mean, it depends depends where you put it. Uh, I think... You know, I I think in general, I mean that place does look big. I think it's a really nice space. They have a lot of, you know, real estate to work with, which is good. You know, it, so and you want to make the most efficient out of it. Yeah. If you if you have that amount of space, you're going to need separate uh, taps and wells, and you know you don't want people cluttering up each other. So mm-hmm. I think I think that is a good idea. Um, you know, I, th- I think even going with maybe a self serve tap. Um, who knows there's ways to do these various things Um, as a plug I will set you up to the bar and nightclub the bar restaurant and nightclub convention in Vegas every year through John Taffer let me know I will gladly do that I think it's important for you guys to continue your education
2: and we'll go with you
1: there you go. We're in. Yeah, it's Vegas. Duh.
2: Duh. Oh, <laughs> call me. I'm already packed. What am I saying?
1: Um, anything else about the, you know there there was a, the demolition side of it. We're- there
2: was the demolition side of it, and our favorite was the six P's of success. Right. Yes. I had to write that down, and that's somewhere right here. Okay. Six P's. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance.
1: And Pilsner. Pilsner prevents.
2: Right. <laughs> Right. So that's proper, the 7th P. Proper, proper Pilsner preparation prevents?
1: Pilsner. Proper Pilsner preparation prevents piss poor performance. So now
2: it's 7 P's. Yes. So that's how you reach success. <laughs> Don't forget the pedal wagon. They should have said pedaling too. Pedaling mm, is how A lot you. of P's.
1: By the end we'll have 20 P's.
2: We might. Um,
1: Which yeah. by the way, that, you know, just in, in general again, that's just a really cool quote. That you can utilize and put on this, like, it, it's, a, it's a mantra of the the town, whatever. It's a mantra of the laches.
2: Yeah. I think that's fun. It is fun. They're fun.
1: You know, but don't just, you never, you want to keep things to a concept. You never want to just start throwing up random stuff. But it's, again, if it, if it's within their life and it makes sense, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, make people feel like they're a part of this bar.
2: Well... I think one thing that might make them feel a part of the bar is, like, the family element, like you said. And also, if we see more of Vanessa. We saw a little of Vanessa.
1: We we, we, we saw a little and we saw a lot with the baby uh, We bones. saw
2: a belly. Uh, but she's so pretty and so sweet. So if you just put her in the bar, people will probably come hang out. <laughs> she's great. I would yeah. want to hang out with her all the time. But, I mean, right now we saw she's located in L.A. Because
1: the doctor's there. Right. Which is the baby doctor.
2: Baby doctor. So... Uh, yeah, yeah. What Which, you- by the way, that baby's born now. So it's a live baby.
1: And it's a it's a girl.
2: Brooklyn. Brooklyn. She's cute. She looks just like Nick. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so they have two really gorgeous kids, Camden and Brooklyn. And we saw Camden, and he was turning two.
1: Very nice. Camden. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, you have a bit of news and gossip, correct? I do.
0: After
2: Buzz, yeah. TV News. Okay, let me pull this back up so I get the facts straight. Um,
1: just the facts.
2: Just the facts. But, so, you know, we, we touched on a couple times in this episode that there's a chance this bar could be, let's say, not a success. Not a failure. We're not going to go there. But maybe just not. There's a risk involved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like there is with any restaurant. And, you know, hopefully they have more success because their name involved and they're doing it right, as we're seeing. Um, but... If it doesn't work out, Nick Lachey might be able to fall back on his next investment in growing marijuana. Okay. Didn't see that one coming, did you? Ohio.com reports that Nick Lachey is one of five investors um, in a marijuana growth center in Hudson, Ohio. I don't know where Hudson is, but one of ten that would uh, centers that would be created in the state of Ohio under a proposed ballot issue November 3rd is when the ballot is happening um, that would legalize marijuana for medical and personal use by adults 21 and older so Nick would be involved in that as well
1: interesting diversifying the portfolio
2: well I wonder if that he could d- sell it well if it's illegal you can't sell it you'd have to sell it in like a pharmacy or like a hydroponics yeah, place right you can't right? just
1: you can't just deal <laughs> like, it out of the bar
2: well in like Amsterdam they call it like coffee shops you know like I yeah. guess I can't just do like Lachaise bar and
1: Girl. marijuana <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yes, I think. But maybe next door they can open up something. Who knows?
0: I could take over that block.
1: There you go. Um, all right. Let's get into predictions.
0: And now, you're After Buzz TV predictions.
1: All righty. So we didn't... Typically for the first episode, they give you like a snapshot of the entire season and get you really excited. We didn't get that. No. We went right into Duck Dynasty. I don't
2: know why. Did they run out of time or something? I want to like I wanna know what's Duck to Dynasty.
1: come. Duck Dynasty. That's what came.
2: Right, exactly. Um, but so I predict that we are going to see a little bit of tension between Drew and Nick. You know, obviously they, they don't have all their ducks in a row.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Duck Dynasty was after. Um, but I think there will be some decisions that have to be made. And Drew touched upon the fact that You know, will Nick be there for all of these things? This is going to be, like, a major endeavor. And you, you know, commented on the fact that Nick said it was a passion project. It's like, well, it can't be just a passion project. You have to be all in. So will he be in L.A. for some of these things, important things that he's got to be there for? Or what's going to happen? I think –
1: here's, I I do think there is a way to do it off-site. I mean, I think in general, Drew and Nick have to have some sort of working relationship. Like, yes, Nick's going to be – Drew's going to be the guy. On site all the time, and so yes there's there's a certain amount of responsibility that he's gonna have to just call the shots as they are, but in general, there's a way to make you know you can skype there you right. there's a way to make that work, but furthermore, I think you know I think drew in general is gonna have to be the general manager of this place on a day to day basis um and furthermore if if let's say he he can't do that because he's also busy. You're going to really need a strong GM and a strong staff you know, because now you're basically – you can put all these systems in place and whatever else. But if you don't have strong leadership that's there every day, that's what will lead to the failure of this bar. Like, well,
2: I think that might be where we start seeing some more personalities involved in a little bit more drama, kind of like we see on Bar Rescue, which I used to watch too. <laughs> um, I think you know they will have to hire these other people. So yeah. those people might be interesting characters.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those things. Do you hire friends? I mean, how it's I, unless they're really downplaying the the way that Nick and Drew come off is that they don't have a lot of experience in this. They, you know, I don't know the extent of the research that they have done.
2: I think they've experienced drinking.
1: Yes, they've been the patrons st- of bars. But but I always say, you know, I mean, it, it's one thing. I I strongly recommend to people if you. If you want a bar but you don't want to you don't you just want to really just drink with your friends and so on and so forth create a personal bar take 60 grand and build a kick ass bar in your house
2: I think we saw that Nick has that
1: Nick does have that but if you you know but if you want to go beyond just hanging out with friends and having a fun time you have to be prepared to make it a business and um, you know now if you bring in your friends are you you know can they be successful at helping are they just there and that's trust me every, like every bar rescue episode for the most part just starts with based on these various bad decisions and friends getting involved family getting involved there is a way to make it work but everyone has to be on the same page and understand that it is first and foremost a business
2: yes well I think we'll see more of that in their choices in the weeks to come
1: thanks well yeah there you go so um, thank you uh, Jen for being a part of it
2: Thank you, Phil, for also being a part of it.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Lauren, who will be a part of it. And thank you, uh, fans at home, in your cars, at work, wherever you may be watching or listening to us. As I mentioned, obviously, this is the first episode we've done. So uh, if you guys can show a little love, rate, comment, subscribe, let us know how uh, you think we're doing, what you want to see us do. And uh, we will try to get Nick and Vanessa on at some point. Hopefully together, maybe separate. Who knows?
2: Might have Drew call in. We'll see. We'll see.
1: We'll see. Um, These are promises we're trying to make, but uh, don't quite cash them in just yet until you see them. Um, In the meantime, where can the good people follow you directly?
2: They can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all social media platforms.
1: And please follow Two Drunk Girls. That's Lauren and Jen combined. Yeah, They do a radio show. They're They're do in currently in the midst of a Kickstarter.
2: Yes, we are. We have 13 days left. So if you want to donate and help us get on the air for our radio show, please do. We will be talking solely about dating, mostly in LA.
1: There you go. Um, So definitely. By the way, there's nothing. There's no shortage of interesting topics (laughs) on dating with these guys. Um, And follow us here at Afterbus TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, Check out the whole roster of other. After shows here that we do, uh, Lauren and Jen also partake in a lot of other ones. Uh, as I mentioned, I made fun of the league, but they do the league, so that's down path And in them. Pastor,
2: which we f- taped right before this.
1: There you go. So uh, very
2: funny shows all around.
1: Get your get your fix of the two drunk girls here at AfterBuzz TV and other AfterBuzz TV after shows. We'll see you next time for
0: Lachey's Bar.